All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Columbus Day. Happy Columbus Day to the fam. Today we got a special show. We got a special guest. It's Monday night, 8 p.m. The Urban Conservative Podcast starts right now. Do you like NASCAR? Do you like a tribe called Quest? Well, you're going to love the Urban Conservative. Do you like manwich and nachos? Well, then you'd love the Urban Conservative. Do you like guns? Do you like butter? Well, you're going to love the Urban Conservative. Yo, what's good, son? You like pit bulls, son? You like solving Sudoku puzzles? Then you're going to love the Urban Conservative. Hey, buddy, if your car making a sound like this, you might want to get you some power steering fluid and check out the Urban Conservative podcast. Are you repulsed by the idea of drag queen story time at your local library, but enjoy Carol Baskin TikTok memes? Then you would enjoy the Urban Conservative. Do you want? All right, ladies and gentlemen, Monday night it is. Thank you for tuning into the Urban Conservative Podcast. Do us a favor, hit us with a like, a follow, a subscribe, all that good stuff. We appreciate it. If you want to support the podcast, you can do that at dollar sign TU Conservative. You can visit the website tuconservative.com. Um, it's an important show, man. It's Monday. It's Columbus Day, right? It's 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 so many other days today. We we acknowledge that it's all the days today, right, Ali? But to us, it's always gonna be Columbus Day, right? We're gonna. What's talk- wrong with Columbus Day, bro? I, I'm I, trying to figure out what's wrong with Columbus Day. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna we're gonna get into that, but but. Uh, it's also Italian American Heritage Day. It's also uh, a National Indigenous Peoples Day. It's all of these days. But I, I personally just want to wish everybody a happy Columbus Day. And I'm going to be saying Merry Christmas. So just heads up now. So uh, before we get started, right before we bring our guest on, uh, I got some, I got some bills to pay, if you will, Ali. Uh, we got an event coming up Saturday, October 9th. Out here in Southampton Town at the Elks Lodge. Please make sure to come out to the Southampton Town GOP. Get the vote out rally. It's free lunch. We're going to have some t-shirt giveaways. We're going to have some some other giveaways. Make sure you're in the building to come out and show your support for our Republican slate from Lee Zeldin all the way. And I don't like to use the term all the way down, but all the way down the ballot um, to our Senator Anthony Palumbo. And of course, of course, including the gentleman we have on the show today with us for the first time, a lifelong servant of the community, an Annapolis graduate, uh, somebody I want to be like when I grow up, somebody that uh, has been uh, uh, very well endorsed throughout Long Island, went through a tough uh, primary here and got through it shining. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, we have our congressional candidate, Nick LaLota, on the Urban Conservative. Sir. Gentlemen, how we doing tonight? We're doing. We're doing. Thank you for taking the time to come out. You're on the campaign trail. We know it's busy. So thanks for showing some love to the Urban Conservative and coming on. We appreciate you. Love that intro, by the way. I'm going to go back after this is done and go watch that intro. If you love this and love this, then you'll love 
Urban Conservative. I can't wait to rewatch that later on. Oh, we cut it short. <laughs> we cut it short. We cut it short. So uh, first and foremost, for our viewers, for those who don't know who Nick Lelota is, give us the backdrop. Like I mentioned, you're an Annapolis graduate. But go back just a little bit. Take a few minutes. Explain who Nick Lelota is for the first time viewer who don't know who you are. And then we'll get into the campaign stuff. In one or two minutes or less, who am I? I'm a lifelong Long Islander. Uh, went to St. Anthony's High School after I graduated from uh, the great high school of St. Anthony's High School. Uh, went off uh, to the Naval Academy, uh, graduated, um, served the Navy for a total of 11 years, deployed overseas three different times, visited 20 different countries, and confirmed my belief that this is the greatest country the world has ever known. We've given more freedom and more opportunity to more people throughout our nation's awesome two and a half century uh, history than any other country. I uh, came back home uh, after uh, 11 years in the Navy to marry my high school sweetheart, earned an MBA, earned a law degree, started a family. We have three wonderful daughters, uh, Maggie Ray, Reagan Elizabeth, Brooke Murphy, uh, the joys of uh, my family's life. Uh, got the government and politics uh, soon after I got home, uh, worked for a member of Congress, worked for a state senator. I was the commissioner of the county board of elections for seven years. I'm presently the chief of staff in the county legislature, and uh, now I'm running for Congress to succeed Lee Zeldin to do my part to put our great, great country back on the right track. Very, very ha happy and proud to be on your show tonight. Uh, my family has served in all different capacities. My dad was a cop. Both of my grandfathers were cops. My stepdad was a Navy man. My brother earned a Bronze Star uh, for valor in Iraq. Uh, proud to take this next step uh, on behalf of my family uh, to fight for our country in Washington to help put our great country back on the right track. Looking forward to uh, discussing things with you gentlemen tonight. Okay, well, well, very distinguished, right, Ali? I'd like very. I and and look, bro, I have to say this at the outset. You know, we've seen a lot of campaign logos, bro. I really like the Lelota logo you got going on with the salute. I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, can you do the, it's a 90 degree and a 45 is the proper salute. I mean, some people do it this weird, different angles. It's I never 90. understood that. Our, I'm Army. I'm, I was not Navy. I was Army. So so, so let me ask this question. I, I'm just curious. Have you, did you grow up conservative? Is that, is, you know, having that background with that much service in your family was conservatism or being a Republican, like always the thing for you? Yeah, but, you know, I don't think it was as much like you know, as kids. Uh, you know, I, I registered as a Republican when I was 18 uh, because I wanted to be strong on national defense. Uh, you know, I didn't quite understand at that age uh, in the partisanship in our country or maybe the, the vast differences between the parties. Um, I'm coming to understand that a little bit, a little bit more now uh, with the role I'm in, especially how divisive Washington and Albany has been. Uh, but I started off uh, as a registered Republican at the age of 18, mostly because we were a strong law enforcement and a strong military family. And that's the party that uh, most lined up with us on those issues. Excellent. Rob, what you got? Well, well, my next question is because, uh, you know, you, you, you talk about we, we see your resume and service has been a big part of that. Um, how how has that years and years of service, would you think, prepared you for for taking somebody you know filling somebody's shoes like elise Zeldin, who uh you know we have a very diverse district out here there's there's waterways there's there's just a very you know uh, a diverse environment out here so how has that service prepared you to be our next congressman so sometimes politics get tough you know they they, they sling the mud at you they call your names they uh, spread lies um and sometimes you know that's tough 
ain't as tough as a deployment. Certainly it is as tough as the combat deployments that my brother and others have been on. So, uh, you know, it could be easy in this game of politics to wallow in one's sorrow about how tough a given day a week is and how mean and unfair your opponents are being. It ain't nothing compared to what some of our men and women uniform go through. It gives me the motivation to keep on going. Uh, at the Naval Academy, we, we learned a term and we live by a term, ship, shipmate, self. Yourself always came last. Your ship always came first and your shipmates uh, was right behind. I think if more people embrace that, in government and politics, we get a hell of a lot more done on Long Island in New York or in Washington as well. It's something that I've helped to campaign on and I hope to govern on uh, come January. Absolutely. And, so, and Rob, I got a question. I mean, we're, we're talking about you, you come from a family of police officers, military folks, and thank you. Thanks all of them for their service. Absolutely. Me living in North Carolina, I don't have to deal with it. But something that I see and my brother has to deal with it so much so, Nick. I told my brother he's coming down. I said, well, just drive into the city, hop on a plane and come down. And he's like, absolutely not driving into the city. You know, what? what, it, what is your take on this bail reform stuff? You know, there's no cash bail and the rise in crime that we're seeing in New York. What's your take on all that? So I'll share a little anecdote, you know, with, with what you just said. Um, my brother uh, spent 20 years in the Marines. Uh, six years ago, uh, met his very serious girlfriend uh, in an October weekend in, in Manhattan. Uh, six years ago was, of course, before bail reform and before a lot of this crazy woke stuff. Um, and every year since that that year, six years ago, they've come back to Manhattan to like relive uh, and rekindle what they started six years ago. And they've uh, had a tradition that's grown uh, more and more since then. They've invited friends and family to join them in what's usually a, a nice dinner uh, on a random Friday or Saturday, in either late September, early October. We, we had that dinner uh, just a, a week ago. We went to a nice restaurant in Manhattan where there were about 50 tables on a Friday night. We were one of three tables filled in that nice restaurant. And, you know, it, it maybe a little bit was because of, uh, of the economy and the inflation issue. But folks are really feeling that they shouldn't go into the city because they're fearful of the crime issue. That's a result of our state's terrible bail reform policies. That's a result of Folks understand that the politicians in the city don't have the cops back. And the reality is, is that they're just leading for less and less suburbaners to go into the city. I mean, if you have to go there for work or a meeting, you know, you got to suck it up and you got to do it. But many of us are choosing not to go to the city because of those terrible policies. Yeah, absolutely. I, I opted out. And then and when I do go in, lucky for me, I have the Hampton Jitney right there. So I just get on and have a nice, you know, nice bus ride. And um what what's what's the plan to fight this inflation though? Because we're we're really we're hurting and and things you know if we don't we're gonna win in November but but we need to fix this. This is where does this blame sit in your you know from your perspective? Because it's easy you know to pay attention to the media and and misdirect people, but now that you're you know running for Congress and you've gotten to kind of see behind the curtain a little, where does the blame lie and where does the direction go to get us out of this? Two big things. Better energy policy, better fiscal policy. Energy policy, we're sitting on 43.8 billion barrels of proven oil reserves in this great country God has given us. It's right beneath our feet in New York, in the southern tier. There's a tons of natural gas that can be safely extracted in New York's southern tier. They're taking that in northern Pennsylvania. We should be taking that of the southern tier in New York. A better energy policy out of Washington, a better energy policy coming out of Albany would help drive down fuel prices, which will result in lower prices at the, not only at the pump, but in the grocery stores and everywhere else that have a good positive cascading effect. The second biggest issue is 
government needs to stop spending all that money that mm-hmm. we, we spend way, way, way too much every year, every budget politicians mm-hmm. see the tighten the belts. I'll, I'll be fair though. It's a bipartisan problem for 20 years, both Republicans and Democrats in the house of representatives in Washington have failed to balance a budget. Now Democrats have taken it to a new crazy, uh, crazy reality, but let's be fair. It's been a bipartisan issue. Uh, I intend to, with hopefully dozens of new members of the House in January, provide a fresh perspective on how to balance that budget. I did it when I was a village trustee. We cut discretionary spending by 25%. I cut my own, paid by 20%. I didn't take health care benefits. We made the sacrifices necessary ourselves because we were asking others in the government to do the same. I'll do that in Washington as well because that's a necessary component of getting this uh, economy back on the right track. Absolutely. You know what it's like? And we talked about this, Nick, the other day. Um, it's like Fetterman in Pennsylvania talking about releasing all these criminals. Well, that's good, fine and well, but you ain't releasing them into your neighborhood. You know, so it's really good to see somebody like you said, you cook, cook, took uh, cut your own pay, didn't take the health benefits because that's the right thing to do. That's that's what we need more of in our elected congressional officials more than anything else. Rob, go ahead. What I see you chomping. No, really quickly, we're at the 816 mark, ladies and gentlemen. You are watching on Facebook, uh, Twitter, or YouTube. Please hit us with a like, a share, a subscribe. Um, real quick, we got to give our sponsors some love. Real quick, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. This episode of The Urban Conservative has also been sponsored by Case Technology Consulting. Help your business get value out of its data and become more efficient and streamlined. Case Technology Consulting. Check out the link in the description. Shout out to our good brother, Ari K. Um, Also, if you are a a graduating uh, STEM student, engineering, software engineering student, and you need some direction of where to go in that universe, in that space, reach out to our good brother, Ari Case, over at Case Technology Consulting, and he'll help you out. He'll get you in a good direction. He has an amazing mentorship program, and um, he's very passionate about the software engineering space and the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial entrepreneurial space. What's going on with my lips get today? Get it out, bro. Get it out. Just yeah, so out, man. listen, 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 because... Um, we, we got a few more minutes left with Nick and it's something we have to do. We have to have this lightning round because we have to have it. We have to have it, Ali. So so real quick, Nick, usually this is before you do that though, before you do that though, before you do that, I gotta act because look, I, I I will be with Ted Bud tomorrow. I don't know if you follow North Carolina politics. We've got a really close uh, Senate race here in North Carolina with Sherry Beasley and Ted Budd. And I'll be with Ted Budd and Senator John Kennedy, which I'm excited to meet John Kennedy out of Louisiana. I'm excited about that. But here's my question. In New York, you guys have a mayor in New York City that just declared a state of emergency for all of these. Uh, uh, I'll call them what they are. Illegal aliens. All right. They're illegal aliens. I'll call it what it is. What's your take on this whole allowing non-citizens to vote thing. I'm just curious about that. And and immigration in general, you know, how do we get that under control? I mean, th- there used to be no-brainers in, in politics and government. And among the no-brainers just a couple of years ago was you had to be a citizen to vote. And some of those core fundamentals of how we govern ourselves have been eroded by some of the bluest cities and by some of the most radical politicians who have introduced that idea. Uh, of course, we, are, we should all be fully against that. One of the greatest things uh, about being an American, whether you're black, white, Republican, Democrat, Christian, Jew, Muslim, no religion, whatever it is, whatever, whoever you are as an American citizen, you get to have a voice in our great democracy. 
but you got to be an American citizen. That's just the fundamental thing of how we govern ourselves. And uh, the, the, the new lows that the city has taken to us to is, uh, is abhorrent. It's one of the reasons why so, so many folks are fired up about casting their ballots, it, legitimate citizens casting their ballots uh, in this November 8th election is because they want to restore some normalcy to our government. Excellent. Go ahead, Rob. I got you. No, no, you, you asked the question that I was going to ask. And, and like I said, I know uh, you have a, a, an event coming up this evening. So we want to we want to uh, definitely get you back on the platform. But Ali, we have to get a lightning round. Cause Let's a, go. I'm down. Let's do it. Folks, Let's need do it. Out, Nick, because your website's very in-depth. If folks want to know more. Right. But we're not going to give you the plug. You got to work for the plug now. Right. So we do this lightning round. We're going to throw some questions. And for the folks at home, we did not prepare you for this. Right. I haven't. I'm a little anxious about this. My uh, campaign manager didn't tell me about this part of the uh, the episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout, and shouts out to your team. You have an awesome team over there. Very responsive team over there. Shouts out to uh, Lauren and everybody over there. Um, so Ali, we're gonna start this lightning round with Nick. Are you ready? Fire away, bro. Okay, Rocky one or Rocky five? Rocky four. I reject the premise of the question. It's all about Rocky four and beating Drago. Sorry, it's all about four. Okay, see, all right, go ahead, Ali. You got one? Best place to get real pizza in New York? Uh, Vincent's in uh, Huntington. Okay, mm. Vincent's in Huntington. Do, do you do you do uh, meat on the slice? Is it a cheese? What does what a load of slice look like? Anything. We'll, we'll do sausage sometimes. We may do some vegetables. May throw some cold cheese on there. May throw some extra sauce on there. We, we, we don't narrow ourselves down to one option when it comes to pizza. All right, gotcha. I got my next one because this is important and people need to know. Go ahead. Greatest of all time. Is it Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Jordan. What are we talking about in society? Oh, he's it's a Jordan, Jordan guy. Okay, I love it. I love it. I love it. Close. I love it. Six, six. All right. Six. Go ahead, Rob. Topic of conversation, folks. This should not be a topic of conversation. All right. Um, do you go, do you go kiss? Or do you go Twisted Sister? Ooh, Motley Crue, probably. Whoa! <laughs> pow! Pow! Yo, I, 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 if I lived in New York, I would vote for you just on that answer alone. That was an amazing answer. That was a great answer. Long Island look, though, with, with the sister. You know, I had to do that to yeah. try to Long Island. I, I, I went for it. All right. Ali, you got to give them. All right. Nick Lelota has to get into a physical altercation. It's going to happen. There's no way out of this. Oh, wait. Before I do that, before I do that, you know what I really want to from my league? I want to know, is he a Schwarzenegger guy or is he a, 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 a whatchamacallit? Stallone guy. Stallone. Schwarzenegger or Stallone? No less than 113 times as kids did my brother and I watch the movie Commando starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I, I'm I'm happy. All right, you I got, vote for you. You right, got my vote. Before you go, hold on. You got because you got about four minutes. Listen, you got to get into a physical altercation. There's gonna be a fight. There's no there's no diplomacy here. There's no walk. There's no talking it out. It's gonna be a fight. Who would you rather have with you? Would you rather have Donald Trump or Barack Obama? Whoa. In a physical altercation, it's, you can't. There's no talking your way out. You got it. It's got to go down. It's got to happen. You got to pick a guy. I, I either you're coming or you're coming. Who do you got? What's the fight over? 
That's a great answer. <laughs> you know Donald's going to the end. I mean... It doesn't it, matter. I'm just saying there's got to be some fisticuffs. I'm going to say that if it's a fight that Donald believes in, I'm taking Donald because he goes to the end. He does. He he does. He does. Fair, fair enough. All right. All right. Last, last, last setup here. I got you, Rob. Last setup. So, Nick, you are stuck on an island for the rest of your life. You are stuck yeah. there. You yeah. have one meal for breakfast. You have yeah. one meal for lunch. You have one meal for dinner. Yeah. You have one book and you have one album. So you're stuck on this island forever. What's your everyday breakfast, everyday lunch, everyday dinner, your one book, and your one album? Okay, so uh, breakfast, kind of easy. Two eggs over medium, couple pieces of toast, couple pieces of bacon. I only want the two. Don't give me the five. It'll get me all uh, bad for the day. Two, two, and two for breakfast. I'm good to go. O eggs over medium. But nice uh, little uh, cracked pepper and uh, some sea salt on them, just right like that. Okay, um, lunch? So, so knowing what I want for dinner, that's going to be the, the, the big highlight. I'll back into probably like a chicken parm hero for lunch, maybe on some garlic bread, and uh, I'll feel quite good about it. I, I guess throw the obligatory vegetable here and there. But, yeah, I'll save the vegetable for dinner. For dinner, we're okay. doing some sort of bone-in filet. You know, uh, like I'm on the island. I get to choose, right? So I'm going to do the porterhouse. I get the both sides. I'm, I'm by myself, so I get both sides for myself. We're cooking it like – medium to medium rare i mean not too medium rare but just you know a little under medium we're doing a lot of uh, sea salt a lot of cracked pepper on that uh, i'm doing it for about six minutes a side nobody else is touching it. i got this thing on the grill nobody on the island's touching okay. it, but we're, okay. we're, we're doing it six minutes a side we're rotating at 90 degrees so we have the perfect grill marks yeah the plan and we're gonna have it's my island still i get to have a glass of cabernet when we have that steak as well because it's my island, so that's what we're doing. Okay, right, so you got one album that you're going to listen to forever on this, and you got one book. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to cheat on the album because Led Zeppelin had that four-disc uh, thing. So I think, does it count? Does, can I get it? Oh, good. Get listen, I took Biggie. He had a double album. That's why I took it. That that was my thing. I got two albums for one, so you got it. You got it. Uh, book will probably go Mario Puzo's Godfather, not just because it's Columbus Day. We're celebrating the Italian heritage here. Can't go wrong with that. So with that said, Nick Lulota, you have earned your plug. Please give the people your message on the way out uh, going into Election Day. Let them know where they can support you. Let them know what you need them to do. The floor is yours. This is the greatest country our world has ever known. Uh, but it's only that way if we pitch and we, and we keep it that way. We need strong, patriotic leaders who understand what has made this country great in the first place and who are willing to fight for it. Sometimes that means staying core to, to your principles. Sometimes that means a little bit of compromise and working with the other party. But we should understand that the nation is at a crucial moment in our history, and we need strong leaders who understand what made us great in the first place. And uh, I would humbly submit that Nick Lolota, I'm your guy for it. I have a, a website, nicklolota.com, all over social media. If you want to give a dollar or five, we'd appreciate that. This uh, campaign is fueled by uh, a bunch of donations. We're over 2,000 donors right now who have given all sorts of amounts to make sure that we get our great message out there. But I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, it, it's been awesome. I hope you uh, have me on again soon. Thanks so much. 
Absolutely, sir. We we appreciate you, and um, this is this is big for us because what we want to do is support uh, great candidates like yourself. And again, thank you for taking the time out. We appreciate you. We we'd love to get you back on the platform, Nick. Uh, thanks again. Have a good evening. Enjoy the next thing. I know they got you running, 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 sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Lilota running for Congress, New York, uh, out here in New York. Please, so I'd love to have that guy as my congressman, man. Listen, here's the website. Make sure to go to the website. Uh, you can be from anywhere to, 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 to support the campaign. We need you guys to do that. Um, again, we have an event coming up October 29th, Saturday, October 29th. Uh, we would love for, for you guys to support that event. Come on out if you're in the town of Southampton and the surrounding areas. If you're not sure uh, where you need to go to vote or if, if you're in Nick Lilota's district, make sure to check. Your, if you're in New York, if you're in the East End, make sure to just check. Do your Google search. Check the congressional map. Make sure you're in the right thing. Get your situation together. So before we get up. And I, uh, Heather said it, October 29th starts the early voting. So, you know, make sure that's a thing. So so listen, on the tail end of this, Ali, let's talk about this, this Columbus Day thing. All right, here's what my problem is, right? Everybody mad about it, but your ass wouldn't be well, here if he didn't land here. Who, how could you be mad about Columbus Day, though? Because he was a genocidal, <laughs> homicidal, genocidal, filicidal. <laughs> he killed everybody. The book, though? Huh? That's the question for so for everything that he gets tagged to him, right? Which mm -hmm. is he gets a lot of fallacious stuff, you know, credited to him. But there's some things he doesn't get credit for. Okay. You wouldn't be eating a lot of the things you're eating today if it wasn't for Christopher Columbus, specifically. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Columbus, the, the, let, let's ask ourselves a question: If Columbus doesn't come here, is there an America? Mm, not the way that it is now. I don't think the way that it you is. You don't have this right here. You don't have this transmission of those ideas. And and even in such, even with that, I, I just think this, right? I think because we want to have a, we want to continue to support Columbus Day. I think there's this misunderstanding that somehow that takes away from Indigenous Peoples Day. No, that's, uh, we would be considered indigenous peoples based on our bloodline, where we come from and what we are and who our who we descend from. We would be those guys. We would be the Native Americans. Pretty much. So, Pretty so much. I need you to stop telling me that I'm insulting indigenous peoples day because I'm not. I'm just saying I understand the contributions that Christopher Columbus made to the country. I understand the the atrocity. Yo, 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 right, right. Listen, still back then though. Nah, them. but look, we still got Washington on our money, and Washington was trading black people for molasses and rum. <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, like the money's the money, like right. But the point that I'm making is nobody was perfect. Nobody did everything exactly the way everybody wanted them to. But you got to remember, history doesn't change because you don't like the way it came out, or because you feel a certain way. History is history. Now, a lot of people don't even realize how much fiction or, or whichever the fake one is fiction or non-fiction that voyage of columbus was there were so many things that were like my brother said attributed to him that never happened yeah there's a lot of those there's yeah. a lot of that stuff so you know you, you these people didn't know anything about germs so when you talk about he murdered all he, that's not that's just no but i will say this though i will say this no everybody know for everybody mad about columbus day should have took your ass to work today then
Don't take the day. Here go the other thing. That was factually, but here go the other thing too. I don't think y'all realize that like <laughs> the food conditions <laughs> at the time in England. See this? I don't think y'all realize what's going on. If you just look at what Christopher Columbus did for two, it's a two word thing: food security. <laughs> yeah, there's word, there's concepts, there's things tied up into Columbus. Um, that that you know, I I think I think a lot of the history of the native quote unquote Native American peoples, the the Native Americans, right? I I think the history is being a little bit exaggerated too. There's some. Yo, Rob, let me let me help you out, bro. What's this, no, but this idea, this idea that Native Americans was over here, Indians, whatever you want to call them, was over here chilling, smoking peace pipes, and everything was kumbaya, is absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Hold on, Cortez and di- up done. As soon as you say Cortez, you're done. Way way more violent. Way more violent. De La Salle were a little bit more brutal, but nobody mentions those guys. Right. Right. I mean, I'm... What is it? DeSoto? The guy DeSoto? Oh, my God. The the way they was down there slattering people for gold? I I just think... I think there's some some things that Columbus did that were good, right? He he also introduced some, some... ideas into the new world you don't you don't have a lot of the foundational thinking that goes into creating western civilization without this movement of ideas so i think that's worthy of respect seeing that those bits and pieces of thinking were were brought both ways they were brought two ways and we got to remember something we do recall who the first group of people was to outlaw slavery here right yo so check peep game before my my joint dies right you should hear Neil deGrasse Tyson. I know you don't like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Not that you, I don't like he- him. Just- you don't like Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, it's not that I don't like Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's just that I don't like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like All right, I- yo, you should find real quick his his conversation, his talk on Christopher Columbus. It's like three minutes. No, he talks about oh, you know what I mean? but he's absolutely right. It's Columbus Day, bro. You should pull that up. I'm pulling it up. You know, make up and let me. I'm gonna jump off camera for ten seconds just so I can find my. Uh, I gotta get the charger situation in order here. Hold on. I'm sure I did that. Before. But but find find that real quick because it's it's hard to dispute. With the broken one. It's uh yeah. Was Columbus discovering America was uh, a great achievement? Hi, right, I'm Kevin go. Hart. Uh, yeah. So let me tell you that. Uh, I hate this guy's voice. It's just his voice. It's just something about his voice. You don't have nobody that does that. Like, ugh. All right, here we go. I see it here, Ali. You're gonna make me listen to. This. You're gonna make the people. Maybe I, I do recall hearing this, but he just irks me. All right, this is what his spiel is. Story about Christopher Columbus. Please. Please. So, the dick story. No, no, I already told you the dick story. Yeah. Now, let me tell you just something else. Okay. Okay. I think him coming to America was the most significant thing to ever happen in our species. Whoa. Wow. Silence. Not internet porn? <laughs> but no, it's just porn in another medium. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah, internet porn is just a matter of degree, not a matter of yes. does it exist or does it not. Right. Okay. I think it was the most significant event to happen 
in our species. Kind of amazing when you stop and think about the fact that at that point in time, other than the Native American, all right, uh, we are. I do why I think this is true, and then you can tell me whether you you play wandering, basically wandering. We're following the herds, all right. And then the ice age hits. Well, what is an ice age? An ice age means it is so cold that when the moisture evaporates from the oceans, goes to the clouds, the clouds go over the land, it doesn't rain, it snows. And the snow falls and then it stays. So the water that had lifted up from the ocean does not return to the ocean. It accumulates on the land, and this accumulation, when it's significant and itself, back to the ocean. So during the ice age, the ocean strength to Europe. Others went bridge there. Bro, I don't know. They don't even know it's a bridge. It's just more land. So they walk and they enter North America. From there, that's kind of the only way you can go is south. At that point, the weather gets a little better. The ice age ends. The glaciers melt back into the oceans. The oceans level, ocean levels rise, closing the land bridge, stranding a branch of the human species for ten thousand years. Those humans who made it across that land bridge and spread out into North America, Central America, South America, have only a few families. As their parent genetic, as their genetic origin, okay. It's like some research says it's like eight family lineages populated the entire North and South American continents. Then the land bridge breaks. Now you have Europe, Asia, Africa, and North and South America, and they know nothing of one another. Two separate branches. Of the human species, the Vikings, notwithstanding, maybe they found came over. They didn't. I, I'm, even if they did, their influence was near zero relative to the Europeans. So we're talking about influence here. This is a branch. Had this continued, this is how you speciate. This is why the species on Australia. That's why you have mammals there that have pouches. All right, no other mammals do that. They split off and they evolve their own way. Okay. So, so 10,000 years is not enough to grow three heads or, you know, 12 fingers, but our species is separate. Now, Columbus crosses the Atlantic, makes contact with humans. This is the first time that has happened in 10,000 years. We have rejoined two branches of the human species. We are now one common genetic group. And, and that, that genetic, genetic crossbreeding cross now continues to this day. We, we fly to any corner of the world and mate. Okay? And the mating already began immediately. Yes, there were diseases that Columbus brought to North America. Much written about that. Less written is that he brought syphilis back to Europe. First cases of syphilis in 1492. Whoa. And then it skyrocketed. syphilis from the Native Americans? Yes. What, did they have no problem with it? Well, I, I don't know the details of how... 
the, the physiology of the natives huh. dealt with that, or whether it mutated. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, and there may people who know that I'm not among them. That's fascinating. But if you just look at you look at the graph of syphilis, reported syphilis cases in Europe. It all began 1492. He came back. So what, what I'm saying is, this was a hugely significant event. The rejoin of the branches of the human species. Well, yeah, no, I would imagine that that makes sense. That is the most important event. And by the way, Native Americans, you know, this famous, infamous problem with metabolizing alcohol. Okay, with Native Americans. You know who else has that problem? The Chinese. They do? Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so it's an Asian issue. issue. Well, so, so who stayed in Asia? Like, so you look at who populated North and South America after the, you know, before the land bridge. Is whoever was right at the edge of Asia. Right. Then the land bridges. So, so, so Asians and, and North America and, and uh, the natives of North and South America have more in common with each other because of this. Than most other pairs of groups you might grab around the world. But my point is, obviously, we, there's a lot to blame Columbus for, but he just happened to be the guy who did it first. Europe was coming to the New World no matter what. Everybody was trying to find a faster trade route to the Indies. And there's also a good way to look at that, bro. I'll go ahead and take that. That's a good way to look at that. I got audio on you. Yeah, what'd you say? I said that is a good way to look at that. That's an alternative way to look at that. That kind of backs up what we're saying. I understand everybody wants to crap on Mr. Christopher Columbus, but we're not doing that over here. You know what I'm saying? We're not we're not doing that over here. It's Columbus. Oh, and then here's the other thing. Here's the other thing that you gotta ask. What'd he do to you? <laughs> like, to you. Like, what'd he do to you? you? That is a good one. But yeah, listen, ladies and gentlemen, on this Columbus Day, we would like to Again, let you guys know we appreciate everybody that tunes into the channel. You can support us. TUConservative.com is the website. We want to thank uh, our next congressman here in New York, Nick Lalota, for taking some time to come on the podcast. We look forward to doing the full interview with him. Shouts out to him and all of the other candidates from Lee Zeldin, uh, Allison Esposito, Mike Henry, Paul Rodriguez, uh, Anthony Palumbo, Peter Ganley. Um, we got a we got an amazing slate of candidates. Joe Pinion, of course. Um, we got an amazing slate of candidates here in New York. Like you guys have and, an amazing slate. In hey, and I'll, I'll throw this out there just real quick. Yeah. If you are in the Cabarrus County or surrounding area tomorrow at three thirty, we will be at the City Club at Gibson Mill with the next senator from the state of North Carolina, current Congressman Ted Budd. And I get to knock something off the bucket list. I get to meet Senator John Kennedy tomorrow. Uh, and I get where it is. I get to introduce Senator Kennedy tomorrow. See, I'm rocking the Cab GOP t-shirt. But if you're around tomorrow, please come on out to the city club at Gibson Mill, 3.30 tomorrow. And we'll see you all tomorrow at the Brewing Queue with the Cabarrus County Chamber of Commerce. Make sure. sure you stick around to the Urban Conservative. We got the Friday wrap-up. You never know who the special guest is going to be on the Friday wrap-up on Friday mornings and every Monday, 8 o'clock, right here. Again, if you haven't done so already, jump over to TUConservative.com. We're going to leave y'all on a different note today. We're going to leave y'all on this note. Growing up on Long Island to the U.S. Naval Academy, to the USS Carl Vinson. I learned to face challenges head on and do more with less. I'm Nick LaLota, 
And while we're raising our family on Long Island, Congress just taxes and spends while Long Islanders struggle. Instead of culture wars and shouting matches, Congress needs to work together to stop the inflation and crime hurting Long Islanders. I'm Nick Lalota, and I approve this message because I'll work with anyone to help my Long Island family and yours.